Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I'm Thomas. You can find me on social media at The Wookie Lives. Make sure you spell it right. It's a geek test. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like trying to spell Wikipedia, which <laughs> is such an incredibly hard word to spell sometimes. Um, there's just way too many vowels. Way too many vowels. Anyways, today on Dawn of Justice, we're talking about minute number 105, which is going to start out with Lois Lane putting the pieces together. And then the minute's going to end with uh, this amazingly beautiful earthscape of nanda parbat the himalayas <laughs> he says enough uh, speak Is <laughs> shifted tectonic plates <laughs> i don't know i don't know where we are but it's beautiful and we probably won't be able to talk about much in this minute but whatever notes you have well whatever notes you have about that scene at the end thomas we'll give you the four but um there's not much we can talk about because next week is going to be all about that one. Yeah. But this one, this um, this minute that we got here, we get finally some much needed exposition about Lex Luthor's plan. That's basically yeah. what Lois Lane's job is in this movie is to kind of help us put the pieces together. And I love that we get the pieces after the event has happened. Yeah. We don't we don't get Lois Lane like rushing into the Capitol being like, Oh, he's got a bomb in the wheelchair. Yeah. Like we don't trying to beat the clock and we don't, yeah, beat the clock kind of thing. Cause I, I feel like that always dumbs down the audience. I yeah. feel like then we're always like, um, Oh, I know there's a bomb now. So now I'm suspensed about this bomb that's going to go off. And it's like, yeah. we don't necessarily need that exposition to hold our hand through the moment. Let the bomb happen. And then let us be struck in by it and be like, oh, well, now I, I, we got to know what's going yeah, on here. Follow it up with an investigation. Yeah, I like that as opposed to the hand-holding. Mm-hmm. Detective Lois Lane. So so good. Do you think, am I wrong in thinking it's the banana she should have picked up to gauge how long it's been there? Not, a, not an orange? What? Like, I don't think an orange is going to be an ac- accurate indication of how long that fruit's been sitting there whereas a banana if it was still fresh you would know it was new like an orange doesn't give you that kind of indication like to put the pieces together i just think it's interesting that she chose the orange to pick up like oh this is the one that's giving me the clue i wonder if it was like a maybe she did pick up the banana and they were like nope too phallic (laughs) put it down it could be the banana would have been cool because it would have played into the Lex Luthor monkey detonator. Right. That, yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. But I never thought of it as like a uh, an object of, of telling time. Like, oh, this is still fresh. I always the, it, it was the, the mindset of I'm buying fruit. Yeah. It was yeah. like, right. look at all this fruit. Because, I mean, the bomb happened, has. what, yesterday? No, he's been gone for maybe, I'd say maybe three days. Now you got me. I don't know. I'd say the bomb happened I should have been between two or three days from this point. So at most a week. Uh, depends on how long it takes 
Clark Kent to walk through the Himalayan mountains. Or I say it's the day after. It's not the day after. I think it's the day after. No, still no Kent. Oh, what? Cops you just didn't show up two hours after the bomb. Yeah. So. Yeah, but it's 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 an active crime zone. Yeah. It's he says it's still no Kent because Kent went missing back when the Batmobile took off. Nope. As soon as Kent, he, I don't think he's been as, missing since then. Kent has been missing since that guy gave him a mysterious package of Batman-related. And he just hasn't clues. been to work since and then. He's just been like, yeah, he's, someone knows. He's been checked out since then. Yeah, someone knows that I'm Superman oh. and feeding me information. So you think the bomb happened yesterday? I think the bomb happened yesterday because you know Lois Lane would be in that apartment the next day. So you did you note that? Uh, um, Perry was not brave enough to say "son of a" in front of in front of Lois the way he did in front of Jenny. Mm-hmm. Son of a. <laughs> yeah. He's so. I mean, like, it's this has got to be. You when you go to this crime scene, you have to be there the very next day because. This fresh food that he just bought is going to start perishing. That's the point. Yeah. So you got to be there the next day. It can't be three days later. Well, I'll give you the benefit. It doesn't doesn't take a day for those fruit to come rotten. Can we compromise on that? I've had an orange sitting on my counter for a week and it'd be fine, man. Yeah, I've bought fruit and just never ate it and let it spoil. I've been there. So, like, no, the next day wouldn't necessarily mean the fruit was spoiled, but the fact that he actually thought to buy fruit is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I get that. Like, the, the act of buying groceries. I think I think we're missing the, the real question here. Who buys a half gallon of milk when they have a gallon of milk behind it? Oh, all the time. Yo, me. I'm a testament <laughs> to that. Like, there's, mm, there's a point where if I, like... It's happened quite a few often where, like, I will leave maybe, like, I don't know, a quarter mm-hmm. of a gallon of milk left. For some reason, it didn't taste good. And I just went to go buy another, like, a pint or something like that if I just wanted to Oh, I can't, I can't drink the end of a milk bottle for some reason. I, I can't. I always feel like yeah. that goes bad quicker than a full milk bottle will. So I won't drink Which the- doesn't make sense at all. Like, <laughs> just because it it's at the bottom. <laughs> Johnny it's is, just uh, I'm I'm the same way like I don't you know, yeah I don't eat the yeah she gets really weird about the date it'll like it'll be like what's oh the see I'm not weird about if that. tomorrow is the 29th and that milk says the 29th yeah. as soon as it's the 29th no, she's no, no, like no. oh you got you can't drink that I'm like oh no 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 that's I'll, expiration I'm eat, dates I'm gonna yeah. drink this man I'm gonna yeah eat this much that's cereal. just when you're supposed to pull it off the shelf that's not like this is poison now the gallon <laughs> of milk doesn't know what time is exactly it doesn't have a calendar on it, it doesn't yeah. go oh Time to be spoiled. And this yeah. guy has a ton of leftovers too. It's not well. Here's what you know. Th- this is something we can all relate to. You bought all these groceries. Look, fresh new jar of pickles, fresh new cold cuts, milk, what looks like pineapple juice or prune juice or That's orange fruit juice. It's orange juice. orange juice. Is it orange yeah. juice? It's all this all new right. stuff. You buy all these groceries so that you can actually eat groceries and not spend money on food. And the only thing he has eaten. Is like the Walmart platter. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I was thinking the same Boston thing. Like, the deli all, platter. We all yeah. yeah, we all do that where we go shop at like Publix grocery store and we go, Oh yeah, I have all this stuff to make food at home now. But let me also stop at Taco Bell on the way home. Yep. And it's <laughs> like it's cook. like why do Yeah, because I don't want to cook. And it's like we all do that. Yep. 
Um, this guy's got a stacked fridge, though. Yeah. And I'm kind of envious. Of having a lot, yeah. Yeah, I, look yeah. at that. The, they were just like, uh, hey, Warner Brothers, we need a budget. We just need a couple extra hundred dollars Go send some guys. I feel like it's more of like a. The crew probably had an epic barbecue after this. Probably. Like that's all that's all that stuff in the bottom shelf there is all meat for the barbecue. Yeah. (laughs) Cook it. It does look like yeah. Um, The guy looks like he keeps his cookies in there too, or something. There's just cheeses. Where do you see all the way to the right? Yeah. uh, The bottom right. It's like a brick. Yeah, brick of cheese or something. Hmm. What a weird guy. He's got onions. Bag Man, of onions. He's got a stack. Yeah. This guy was ready to make some sandwiches. <laughs> no, they're going barbecue. And yeah. Then. But yeah. It's like, yeah. what would a normal 30-year-old man have in an apartment? Clearly, he'd have a, a, a stacked fridge. He's got like a giant thing of sour cream in the back. That's what I'm about. Yeah. But also... I would have been the crew member being like, yo, can I have that jar of pickles? <laughs> Pop those you open. can eat that pickle? <laughs> <laughs> Make them look lived in. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, they should have at least had... You don't just buy a jar of pickles and just put it in the fridge. You open that sucker up, you take one, and then you put it in the fridge. It's like, yeah, all right, I got my pickle fix. Pickles are great. I love pickles. Yeah. Although I don't um, like them on my McDonald's cheeseburgers for some reason. Specifically McDonald's? Yes. I always ask for my cheeseburgers with no pickles. You think it's just McDonald's pickles? Maybe. Is it just McDonald's pickles? I, maybe. So if you go to Wendy's, you're going to eat a hamburger with pickles? Yeah. I actually yeah, usually at Wendy's pickles. I get their chicken sandwiches with which have pickles on them. I get extra pickles because I got to compensate for when I said no pickles on my McDonald's <laughs> hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I, that, that's strange. I don't know why you don't like McDonald's pickles. I don't know. That's it's just a the taste, world man. will never know. Yeah. Well, I know um, one thing is if you order stuff special, they have to fresh cook it. There is that. So it is true. Nathan knows all about that life. Let me tell you something. People laugh at you when you say that in like the line of a drive-thru. And not to like hinder on anybody's intelligence, but like, okay, so specifically at McDonald's, they got Welcome like- Welcome to McDonald's <laughs> Minute. You're supposed to make the food, like it's all, everything's on a time limit. You only got six minutes. Once you put that burger on the grill- or once you take that burger off the grill, that thing has six minutes. If that meat patty or anything is not sold in six minutes, you throw it away. That's it. Said and done. No questions asked. Not even, can I make a burger oven and eat it in the thing? No. Screw you. Throw that thing in the trash. I need to see you throw it in the trash. That's what they fucking do. I lived it. It's like, what? Really? So my mom was the same way. Can I have, <laughs> you got to add extra pickles because it's the only way they'll make it fresh. And like, the, when you know that sham went away when I was working at a McDonald's, I yeah. was like, "You got to be kidding me!" All yeah. the food is fresh, so <laughs> I just don't like the pickles <laughs> on my burgers. I don't know, I'm weird. Yeah, let's just keep it at that. <laughs> I, I don't. Wendy's disc- does have some good pickles on their burgers. I don't discriminate against the pickle game. I think they're all beautiful, sweet and spicy pickles. Yo, you got me set for life. You I saw see? something that had like a <laughs> last a, little a, tangent. A you see how funny it is when I'm taking my daughter home on our weekends. We always stop at McDonald's, and she gets her happy meal, and I'll get a cheeseburger or whatever, and I'll say no pickles on my cheeseburger. And when I say that, my daughter's like, "I want pickles," so I have to order a side of pickles. <laughs> So they're like, Aww. you just ordered a cheeseburger with no pickles, and now you want a side of pickles. 
<laughs> that's like, when they're just, thinking. Just give my pickles to her. I just want to put my my own. I, I want to put the pickles on the burger myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the way you place. <laughs> there them. are people like that. I need yeah. the equidistant. <laughs> oh, like a Howard yeah. Hughes type thing. There right. are people like that. Yeah. Like put it on the side. I will put it on myself. That's so weird. That that is that happens. Yeah. People are weird. Anyways, where are we? What are we talking about? Uh, I think oh, we're yeah, done we're, in the apartment. We're uh, yeah. So she, through the process of reverse elimination, because there's actually stuff there instead of not there, that she goes, "Hey, wait a minute! This guy has a lot of food, so he must not know that he was gonna die because he just bought groceries." Right. That's a valid argument, right? Oh, yeah, I feel like I there's agree. no. That's a good thought process. Right? Yeah, that's that's like one of the core things of like, oh, you have, like, this guy bought groceries, so he must. Shouldn't that, like, the lead inspector on this investigation, shouldn't he have saw that first? Like, I don't think it takes Lois Lane to walk up into this apartment and actually see that. Well, she is that person, isn't she? Well, isn't she the person? It seems a little too easy for Lois Lane, Again, is what I'm saying. The, the inspectors were not picking up the clues that were laid down or hung up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, so um, I'm sure Lois Lane has seen this a lot where people do these type of things. Like, she's been through this before, just not regarding Superman. Like, people have had these suicidal plans and whatnot. And I think maybe for the first time she's noticing, hey, this one has a lot of food in his kitchen, right? Yeah. And and there's something also about, like, um, you know, in psychology, they talk about preconceived notions. And if you go into a crime scene expecting to find bomb making stuff because you already believe this guy did it, then you're not going to see the other stuff that points away from that. You have to go in yeah. with the mindset looking for something other than what's right in front of your face or what somebody might want you to see. Yeah. So she has to go in thinking like, all right, there's something in here that would show me that this isn't really what's going on. Like she went in kind of looking for the the counter argument. Right. Because she never believes she, that Superman could have done it or that they could have been complicit. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have well, that she, preconceived notion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And well, she already knows that Lex Luthor's involved in this because of the bullet. Yeah. So she's already looking for like, all right, so how do I, how do I help? You know, how do I help Clark? Like, what do I need to find? And it just, right then and there, she she can't find anything. Nothing to counter the argument until she looks at the fruit. And then she's like, wait a minute. What's with all this food in here? And then it's like, damn. He didn't know he was going to die because he just bought groceries. Like, literally just bought groceries. Nothing is opened yet. Not a single thing. Right. And, uh... And then, yeah, and then we get pretty much just straightforward evidence. Like, nothing was, this was Jenna Malone finding this out in the so background. So, what, is any of this from, from from her leaving the apartment, is any of this in the theatrical cut? No. Yeah, yeah wait. Uh, so, when he, she says he didn't know he was going to die, he just bought groceries, it cuts there. Yeah. And then cuts to. To the mountains. Yeah. 50 that seconds in. That blows my mind. Like, 
Yeah. Watching this in the ultimate edition, you're like, you don't, it it couldn't be any other way than this and make sense. Yeah. (laughs) It really like, it's, it's just one of those things where like just this minute alone, not even Mm -hmm. the whole minute, this whatever 20 something seconds, like that's what sets the plan in stone. Like that gives you, Hey, this is the answer. Yeah, because uh, Lois Lane says, um, I know, the desert, the hearing, everywhere Superman goes, like, Luther wants death. Mm-hmm. Like, so that is something that we need to know about because it's like, we need to see that someone's keeping up with this. We, as an audience in the theatrical cut, do not, um, we don't go to put the pieces together because there's no character really out there trying to put the pieces together. So we don't follow along with it. But in the Ultimate Edition, we get that. We get the person hunting down the clues. So now we're on board with it. All I really got in the theatrical cut was that I I knew that Lex had put the bomb in the guy's chair because he gave the guy the chair. Like, hey, look at this pretty chair. And that was it. And this. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) That's really all I picked up from that. Nothing she about says, the lead lining or anything like that. Yeah, and that's stuff that we need to know about because you need to explain how he got through that wheelchair, that you, how he got that wheelchair in and everything. Right. Because even Lex, Lex Luthor was saying, like, uh, you know, he says, for something as big as this kind of event, security is very soft. And while he's saying that, these like Wallace Keefe has, like, three dudes wanting him down for like you know any anything odd yeah and it's like three people checking him in that wheelchair and they still don't find the bomb and it still goes off and it's like you need a moment like this where they go same material as the bullet lead with line uh lead ugh. lined with lead lined with lead mm. <laughs> <laughs> lead with lined no, yeah lead with lined and uh yeah, we need a moment like this so it's like uh, so Lois Lane says, uh, everywhere Superman goes, uh, Luther wants death, but Luther goes through all of that trouble, um, creates a bomb out of a wheelchair and then alters it to reduce the blast. Yeah. Right. What do you that's, mean? <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> that's, we need that information. Um, and then, you know, the, this one, the inside of the chair was lined with lead. Just now think about that. Also, that blast was reduced. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it still took out like half the fucking Lord. capital. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Because um, like the the flame ball from that encompassed the whole room. Everybody was instantly toast. Yeah, <laughs> it went all over that building. Yeah. Um, I wanted to point out that I tried to find when the first instances of uh, Superman not being able to see through lead appeared. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of rough. There's not an actual thing. So in the 40s, it really happened, obviously from Fleischner stuff, it happened that like he had x-ray vision. Right. Just just x-ray vision. And then I think a little bit later down the line... I can't remember the year. Uh, Superman number 59 is when he actually used his X-ray vision 
to to melt a glacier. So like he kind of focused the x-rays into a it wasn't heat vision at the time. It was still x-ray vision that it was just hot, <laughs> hot x-ray vision. <laughs> Uh, he f- he focused it in a way that it made the the glacier melt or whatever. Around that same time is when they kind of adapted the whole heat vision versus X-ray vision, and as well as the whole uh, it's on like uh, the light spectrum and stuff. And with the addition, like the separation between heat vision and X-ray vision, I believe is when they also said. Oh yeah, if he can see through objects like just like how, you know, x-ray rays work, it's like just he just w- can't see through lead and it just like was clearly, you know, just logic. Yeah, because x-rays yeah, can't go through lead, so therefore yeah, he wouldn't be able yeah. to see through lead. Yeah, so that was I guess I should have probably looked for the first appearance of x-ray vision. And I kind of don't like that. I kind of don't like that um Superman is given a stone cold weakness. Like, oh, you can't see through lead. It's like, he's Superman. Well, you Isn't give him an ability, like x-ray vision. And then you say, okay, well, like, you can, the only thing you can't do is see through lead. That's just like, I don't know, I'm a science guy. That just makes sense to me. It's like, yeah, yeah cause okay, because x-rays can't do that. You don't want your heroes to be omnipotent. It doesn't make for an interesting hero. There has to be weaknesses to balance out their powers so that they can have a story. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's you just give it a, just a stupid excuse. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so yeah, we determine here in this minute that uh, Superman has a weakness to lead; he can't see it. Something that you know maybe we should probably have known that. Like you know, like maybe you shouldn't have cut that out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we yeah. as the audience needed to know that. Yeah, when because you when you said that, I think we were talking offline, or it was yesterday when you said that um, the whole Jenna, uh, what's her name, Jenna Malone. Yeah, Jenna Malone Jenna, with Jenna the, her Clyburn. part wasn't in this or wasn't in the theatrical cut. I was like, that's so required. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. How do you cut that that way? <laughs> yeah, know. it. Uh, I honestly. I'm trying to think about the the other her other minute that we talked about her in, and it seemed then too that it was. Uh, it, I'm just glad her character exists. The yeah, Janet Claiborne, yeah, yeah, like yeah. So as a as a longtime fan of Smallville, am I the only one that thinks Chloe when I see her? No, I I wasn't a big yeah. This is you know people hate me. I think someone else mentioned this as well. Um, we had these minutes with Matt. Yeah. We had Jen. I think Jen he watched Smallville too. Yeah. Someone said something about her. Um, my Smallville knowledge is embarrassingly low. Okay. So you're probably, you're, you're probably not the only one thinking Chloe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when anybody says the name Chloe, I think 24. So my mind went there. Jack Bauer. Yeah. Chloe was his smart friend and she had a haircut very, very similar to, to this one. Oh my God! You're right. Would you look huh. her up? No. No, I just remembered the hairstyle. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, Allison Mack is her name. If you want to look her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Interesting. No. Yeah. I, I've. I've never seen Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, anyways, uh, we get a really good shot of the Daily Planet. Uh, Terrace? Yeah, something like that. I, I like that. I always like seeing the Daily Planet. Look at these reporters just hanging out. Y'all should be writing articles. What's wrong with you? I know. Don't you got deadlines? Yeah, right? Um, you know... Are those like fire pits on down there? I think I keep missing... Is it a fire pit? Yeah, yeah it could be. Where? No. I keep, see a fire what are you talking? Pit? Not like apocalypse fire pits, like the actual stone. Oh yeah, I see things. what you're talking about. Or it's a bench, maybe. It's maybe like a, a circle bench, bench. Maybe a, a <laughs> swivel bench. No, they 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 plant trees there, Nate. I don't know. I don't mm, know what. Maybe it, I he don't said know. terrace. Anyways, um, I keep forgetting to mention this, and I don't. I'm gonna say it now, but we'll bring it up later. So, Janet Clyburn works for Star Labs. Now, where is Star Labs? Star Labs is Central actually, it's it's in Metropolis. There's multiple branches. Oh, uh, yeah. She, <laughs> wait, wait, so you think Janet Clyburn is in the D.C.? She might be. I don't know where, but I've Star already, Labs? I've already f- said my opinions about this, where she's at, at the, at the Star Labs where okay. she's at. I don't, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, Silas Stone is... His Star Labs mm-hmm. is in the scout ship. Metropolis it's in is, the scout ship. Metropolis's Star Labs is at like the people who have the scout yeah. ship is Star Labs. Okay. So when Lex Luthor shows up to say, "Hey, I have all the clearance to be here right now," he's in Star Labs. They okay. they confiscated it. That's, Got it. That's them. Okay. So Silas Stone is there, which is also uh, Cyborg was born there right. on the scout ship. That's incredible to me. I don't know. But I, I thought, I don't know where Janet Clyburn is. I she's don't probably know. in the Washington. She's probably, at, yeah, the D.C. one. It's probably why Lois Lane went to D.C. to go see the bullet and then go talk to about I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I thought Janet Clyburn might have been working at the Star Labs at the scout ship as well. And it would have been really cool to see her reprise her role in Justice League. Just saying. Yeah. Could have been. So we do know that it takes uh, half an hour to commute at 11 o'clock p.m. to commute from the scout ship all the way to Gotham City. Why? Because Silas Stone left Star Labs at 11 p.m. and got home at 11:30 in Justice League. Oh, save that for Justice League. I'm minute. just saying <laughs> it. Just take, like, just keep keep an eye on time. Yeah, uh, it's a metaphor. That's a saying for life. You keep that in your pocket. Right. Um, Don't let time pass you by. Last thing I have is I think the phone that Lois Lane has is the phone that they were. Um, I think Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill were like marketing that phone for a bit. It's like the I oh, it's like ne- the Nexus or something. I can never pronounce. No, I thought it was the like Huawei P9. You ever heard that phone? Whoa, what? No, never. You never heard that phone? Is it like a like a Windows phone? It looks like a Windows phone. And I don't know what kind of. Let me see. Yeah, let me look this up because they were mark they their Instagrams were always about this phone that they were using. Um, and I can never really pronounce it. Tech Radar gave it a four out of five. Yeah, um, Huawei. Huawei P9, yeah. Huawei? Uh, Hua- I don't know. Gorgeous H-U-A-W-E-I. design, powerful H-U-A-W-E-I. processor. P9. It's, it's, diff- it's a Chinese phone. Um, and now the company hopes the P9 plugged with an ad campaign starring none other than the Superman, Henry Cavill, can take it to the next level. But I remember Galga, though, uh, doing uh promoting it as well back in the day 
But yeah, it looks like the same phone that it looks, I don't know. Damn, I cannot tell. But I want to say it is. It's probably not. But anyways, I thought it might be. <laughs> because if Henry Cavill is promoting it, then it must be in this film. Sure. Anyways. Uh, yeah, and then we cut to some Arctic Mountain region, which, uh, Thomas, do you have any notes on that? I really don't. I'm still clueless as to where they are or what they're doing. I mean, I know what happens in the in the following minutes, but I don't know. I, whenever I see ice in Superman, my mind only goes to one place, but that's clearly not here because of the people walking around down the mountain. Mm-hmm. And that's his, you know, fortress of solitude. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I'm I'm kind of clueless. <laughs> it's all good. Um, Many of us are. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up for today, Thomas, is there any uh, any other Batman Superman stories that you feel are just like pretty top of the line that you would recommend anyone who wants to get into more Batman uh, Superman related titles or maybe uh, something that like that you're just like a real big fan about? Like Doesn't I, even have to be books. Like I've said a then couple that, times this yeah. week, uh, all the Justice League and the Justice League Unlimited stuff is awesome. All the Bruce Bruce mm-hmm. Tim stuff. Uh, I know you guys haven't seen it, but I I loved Smallville for the humanity that it gave Superman. Um, I was one of those kids who grew up watching the Max Fleischer stuff, um, little cartoon bits, and seeing them pieced together with other stuff. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So, um, other than that, I mean, some of my favorite stuff from Justice League. I know it's not quite related to Superman or Batman, but. Flash is my man. I, I love Flash. And seeing him take down the Brainiac-Lex combo dude was my ultimate favorite DC thing ever, I think. <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. Traveling awesome. around the world multiple times, just whooping Lex's butt. <laughs> yeah. I want to see all those uh, those Max, like, like those old rotoscoping Superman. Right. Um I want to see all those again. And um, it like made me also, because I, I rediscovered that Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow is on Netflix. Uh-huh. And they like, and they are like heavily influenced by like those old Superman cartoons. And I kind of wanted to go back and like watch so, that movie. I, mean, I never you, knew you, that. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. I, I saw it one time. It's like, yeah, but yeah. it's like the, the idea of like, oh, 1940s giant robot. I don't know. That, that world that, Sky Captain, like just what that is. I'm I'm so about that. I think that's such a cool era, and like that era where they made those Superman like the, cartoons the, and movies. The 40s visions of tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. The, the world of tomorrow from there. Yeah, from the yeah. 40s. Yeah, that yeah, stuff awesome. is so cool. Yeah, yeah, and especially with those Superman cartoons yeah. back in the day. World so, World Showcase. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um. Cool. Well, then well, I guess we'll wrap up uh, what we got Four going weeks. on here. Yeah. Thomas, you uh, remind the folks where they can find you, what you got going on. All right. So, like I said, we finished up Never Any Minute. We're not quite done with it. We're not shutting down the feed. We have some interviews we'd like to do still. And we're going to touch on the sequels eventually in larger chunks because they will not hold up minute by minute. <laughs> um, 
Other than that, I have X Minutes coming up with Steve Lasto, who was the co-host of Princess Bride Minute. He, I, and one of his old friends, Jerry O'Brien, are going to be doing X Minutes. We'll be going over the X Men movies one chapter at a time, so DVD chapters. That should be pretty interesting. Um, and then, lastly, my new project coming up that that I'm doing with my girlfriend. We're gonna dig into some '80s fantasy movies on Fantasy '80s Movies Minute. That should alrighty. Cool. Alrighty, guys, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for the week. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute and the DC uh, Listener Society on Facebook. And if you want some more bonus content, don't forget that there's also we do have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/toolmedia. And for five dollars a month, you can get a whole bunch of other bonus content. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week here on DC Cinematic Minute.